Welcome to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show was created with the intention of helping others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me feature amazing souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping others in their own way. You may also hear me follow up with a guest I have hypnotized on an online edition of Love from the Hip, which is available on YouTube. Together, we can all make a difference, and it starts with love. Love from the Hip. British psychologist John Bowlby is well known for his work in child development and the attachment theory. Essentially, Bowlby's attachment theory suggests that children are born into this world biologically pre-programmed to form attachments with others as a means for survival. He believed attachment behaviors to be instinctive and instigated by any conditions that seem to threaten the achievement of proximity like that of separation, insecurity, and also fear. Bowlby postulated that a child would form only one attachment and that person would then act as a security for them while they continue to explore the world. And this relationship is the model for all their future relationships, which he called monopatry. A child, Bowlby explained, elicits contact and or proximity from the caregiver through crying, smiling, and movement, for example. And the way in which the caregiver responds creates a reciprocal pattern of interaction. Bowlby stressed the vital importance of a child receiving the continuous care from the single most important attachment figure for the first two years of their life. If the relationship is broken or disrupted during that period, the child will most likely suffer irreversible long-term cognitive, social, and emotional difficulties. Those without a secure relationship with a caregiver are fearful and less willing to seek out new experiences. Other long-term consequences can include delinquency, lower intelligence, increased aggression, depression, and affectionless psychopathy, the inability to show affection or concern for others. Bowlby explained that a child's cognitive inner model for understanding the world, themselves, and others around them is affected by how the relationship is with the child's attachment figure. The three main features of this internal working model are a model of others being trustworthy, a model of the self as valuable, and a model of the self as effective when interacting with others. To prove his theory, Bowlby conducted a study on 88 children with half being the control group and the other 44 of them being juvenile delinquents. He called this the thieves theory. His research showed that more than half of the juvenile thieves had been separated from their mothers for longer than six months during their first five years. His conclusion determined how the relationship with the mother during the first five years is most crucial to socialization. Many have argued that Bowlby's attachment theory is limited by only being applied to young children. So in 1987, Dr. Cindy Hazen and Dr. Philip Shaver used the love quiz to find out how the attachment theory applied to adults. They examined the nature of attachments between a number of couples and observed how they responded to different stimuli in their environment. They found that if a couple had a weak attachment, then there was not only a lack of intimacy, but also a feeling of inadequacy. In couples in which the attachment was too strong, there were issues of codependency. The couples that managed to balance intimacy with independence fared the best. Their conclusions supported Bowlby's attachment theory in that the most ideal situation seemed to be when the attachment figure serves as a secure base from which one could reach out and explore the world. There are four types of attachment styles seen in adults and children. Secure, avoidant, anxious, and disorganized. Securely attached people tend to be less anxious and more satisfied in their relationships. This is the kind of attachment Bowlby stressed was necessary for children. Securely attached adults are comfortable in a loving relationship, can depend on their partner and allow their partner to depend on them, communicate honestly, and have an easier time forming connections. Anxiously attached people worry more about their relationships. They tend to be argumentative, overly sensitive to a partner's needs and behavior, insecure, and desperate. They want a partner to complete them and can become clingy and needy. Avoidant attachers prefer autonomy. They are emotionally distant from their partners because they fear becoming overly dependent and losing their independence. Disorganized or fearfully attached people get overwhelmed quite easily and have unpredictable moods in which one moment they may smother their partner and in the next they may become distant. They usually suffer from severe depression and or PTSD. They are antisocial and shut down emotionally or close themselves off from feelings during arguments. Attachment behaviors are typically passed down from our caregivers, but can be changed. 
Recognizing your attachment style as well as your partner's can alleviate a lot of issues in your relationship. Awareness, of course, is the first step. Seeking out a secure partner and asking for help when necessary are others. Today, I have the pleasure of having Nico Verezen on my show. He has a master's degree in psychology and is a relationship and sex coach. He will be sharing his journey, his insight on the attachment theory as it applies to relationships, and how to have better intimacy and a successful relationship. Plus, later on the show, we will open up the phone line so Nico can assist you with your relationship, lack of relationship, or patterns you experience in a relationship. So stick around after this quick break. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and to subscribe and share my YouTube channel and podcast on Podcast One, Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. And I just want to give a quick shout out to my daughter, who is 16 today. Happy birthday, Pesha. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Nico Verezen on my show. He has a master's degree in psychology and is a relationship and sex coach. Hey, thanks for being here today, Nico. Hi, Segura. Very uh, excited for today. (laughs) Where are you joining us from? From uh, Bali. So it's an early five o'clock in the morning now, but I'm excited to talk with my, well, My American friends. Yes, we appreciate it. Thank you. So I want to ask you, in your opinion, how does the attachment theory apply to romantic relationships? Well, well, it's one of the best researched uh, models in psychology and for sure in in the psychology of love. I I worked on the university two years and I focused on this area. and, and what was very clear is that the findings that they found in children, the predictions that they did for later in life, they very often came true. Mm-hmm. Now, huh, I also have my own experience. And I so I, when I was 21, my father died and it was my best friend. So mm-hmm. it hurt me a lot. And then in that, and a month later, no, my first, my girlfriend, that me and then a month later my father died so in that moment i had a securely attached style but i got hurt very deeply and so i started to develop an avoidance style hmm. and and what is a very interesting fact is that people with an avoidance style they seem to be attracted to and attract people with an anxious preoccupied style hmm. or a disorganized style And, well, it makes actually a lot of sense because when when you are an avoidant person, you learn to take care of yourself. So your ego is very big because in a certain moment, you learn that the only person you can depend on is yourself. And so you have this big hole, this gaping hole inside, and you try to fill that with proof that you're worthwhile with performances. With me, that was fighting. I was fighting a lot. I was a professional fighter for 15 years. Became European vice world, five times Belgium, Benelux champion, mm-hmm. you name it. Mm-hmm. But it was an empty hole. It was an ego-driven hole. And so whatever I achieved, it went down to a hole. And so the next goal came. The next goal came. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, so how, but how does it relate into your relationships with, with uh, women. Well, if women are anxious, uh, you know, preoccupied, attached, what will they do? They're the so-called smothers. In other words, they give themselves completely, mm-hmm. immediately. And they latch on to, and what is that? That satisfies your ego. Because mm-hmm. 
you tell yourself, I'm an amazing person. I can take care of myself. Right. And then this person shows you how amazing you are. But of course, inevitably, because you need your personal space to feel safe, you're going to push him away too mm-hmm. until you push him too far and then you pull him back. So there's like this, that push-pull battle that always happens. The other way, uh, the people with an anxious, avoid, uh, anxious style, they have exactly the same. They are attracted to an avoidant. Why? Because it fits with their model of the world. They had parents that were or uh, avoidant or were inconsistent, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes were sweet, sometimes were, well, not so sweet. And what happens is that your neurology learn in, in, in childhood gets programmed. And so that's why you're attracted to the same old pain because your body recognizes that as love. It's not love. Mm-hmm. You feel like you have known this person your entire life. And that's absolutely true. Because it are the people that hurt you in the past. But because your neurology knew this as home, mm-hmm. it is it's, uh, it is rather saving, well, pain than uns- that it's rather unsafe. Uh, safe, it feels safer in pain mm-hmm. than it does in something new. So essentially, you're seeking out the same relationship the same attachment behavior that you received from your caregiver when you were a child. Exactly. Now, can people... Go ahead, sorry. No. Can people change it? Yes. So luckily, like Bobby back in the day was functioning in a time where the people thought that like after your uh, sensitive spirits, like after childhood and adolescence, your neural you couldn't change your brain that much. But luckily, recent research has shown that you can change your entire life. That's what they called neuroplasticity. Mm -hmm. So your brain is actually like computer. You have like neural pathways that are responsible for certain actions, certain behavior patterns, certain predispositions. So you can retrain it. Of course, it's not easy because you will have to go against your natural urges, the urges that feel so you. But, it, but the first step, of course, is to know what your attachment style is. And once you know this, you know, there, is, there are absolutely amazing books that can help you to suppose you're in a couple and you love your partner, but your partner is violent and you're anxious or the other way around. Mm-hmm. Well, then you can learn how to use strategies uh, where you act as if you were a secure p- p- couple and this has shown to make couples more secure. Mm. So, but the challenge is, of course, to uh, to do that when your emotions get triggered, when your automated patterns of smothering or your automated patterns of pushing your partner away gets activated. Mm. So, in the heat of it, in the heat of the moment, it is, of course, not so easy, right? But doable. Okay. All it's right. like we, like when you're learning sport, you have to time and time again fall and step back up. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I hate to interrupt you, but we're going to have to take a quick uh-huh. break. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. 
Hypnotherapy.com. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Learn more. Sakura Skin and Mind.com. S A K U R A Skin and Mind.com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Do you wonder why you repeat behaviors that don't serve you? Do you struggle with self-love? Are you intimidated by situations where you want to stand up for yourself but can't? If any of those resonate with you, you may be living someone else's story. This can lead to dysfunctional relationships, emotional shutdowns, and regrets. Every part of your life may be a reflection of someone else's story. It's time to live your life. In 2005, spiritual life coach Jeanette Dames realized she was living other people's stories. She recreated her life to live her story and love, joy, peace, health, and prosperity showed up. From this deep transformation, Jeanette has developed a six-week coaching program to help you create your life your way. She can help you make it a dazzling reality. It's time to let go of what you absorbed from others and create the life you want. Visit riverangelranch.com for more information. That's R-I-V-E-R-A-N-G-E-L-R-A-N-C-H.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Don't forget to tune right here on KKNW every Wednesday at 2 to 3 p.m. for more Love from the Hip. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Nico Verdezon on my show. He has a master's degree in psychology and is a relationship and sex coach. So, Nico, I want to ask you, should we be seeking out a securely attached person if we're not securely attached? Well, um, well, in theory, yes, because research has shown that the relationships where one partner is securely attached will uh, help you to become securely attached the fastest. Why is that? Well, because they don't overreact. They don't take your uh, request for more space as an avoidant or your requests for more closeness personally. So they will give you your needs much more because, well, they realize it's not about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they, because they give you what you want, then you, as an avoidant, you will be much more comfortable with seeking closeness because it's not demanded. Or when you are somebody who is anxious, who tends to smother, then it's much easier to, to allow yourself and your part to have a bit more space because they don't complain they give you that affirmation that you're still loved mm-hmm. uh, in the moment when you ask it. Okay. But the problem is that it's in practice, it's not that uh, easy because the the spice that you often have when we have an anxious avoidant meeting, we get a kind of recognition. And this recognition goes together with like an inherent fear because we know this, we have the same pattern time and time again, for sure, if you get a bit older. Mm-hmm. And so in those situations, what happens is that you have a bit of anxiety. And physiologically speaking, anxiety and sexual excitement well, are, are pretty similar. And so, yeah, it can be confused. Mm-hmm. And then when you're a secure person, they're much less all in from the beginning. They're much more grounded often. Okay. No? Okay. They're much more ground and they are able to not play games so much. So they have the tendency to be much more clear in the communication, what they are looking for, what they are doing. And then it is, it is well, it is a much different way of, of dating than the push-pull that uh, many of us are used to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you had mentioned just prior before about fighting so I was hoping you can tell um, my listeners about what happened to you. Because this has been, you've been training and fighting since the age of 14, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so well, what happened was, to you? Well, I was a little explosive boy, very disagreeable, very, and so as a child, I had a very hard time connecting with people. Uh, but then you come on 
your hormones start to work and you start to become interested in women and all of a sudden other people start to become important. But because I didn't practice connecting with other people and I went to an all boys school back in the day. So when I went to high school, I had such a hard time connecting and I started studying. But at the same time, I always wanted to be a warrior. But yeah, <laughs> in these days, you know, I didn't want to shoot. I want to, I want to play with swords or be like, like a ninja. <laughs> and at the moment, a friend uh, invited me to go to see Muay Thai. And that was my first big love. I walked in. I saw people punching, kicking each other full on without holding back. There were pretty women in that room, the trainer, Mario, my, 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 who became my mentor for many years and still is, was there, was the most charismatic and powerful being that you've ever seen, smiling but powerful. And I realized in that moment, this is my part. From that moment, I was always very lucky. I knew my passions very clearly. And so while in, as my other hobby was studying about psychology, about relationships, about sexual techniques and, and, and strategies. At the same time, I started training and I was addicted. I trained so much that my trainer was communicating with my parents that if I trained too much, he just sent me home. Mm-hmm. I said, don't lie to me. I know. Mm-hmm. Because of course, they were watching out for my for my health. Right. Uh, and so then later in my couples therapy, you know, one, one thing that people don't understand is that fighting, being a professional fighter, creates one of the deepest connections, one of the most primal connections that you can have. And I believe that every person, of at least every man at least, should have at least one fight in his life because it puts you into a primal connection with your opponent. You can't turn away. It's you and him or you and her mm-hmm. with the team that supported you, that, that helped you to grow and with the crowd and more importantly, the connection with yourself. Mm. Okay. Every fear, every anxiety, every doubt will come up. And that is why I also use fighting in intimate relationships. So if you learn how to fight, even if you don't fight together, you know, mm-hmm. for example, Dai, which was my specialty, or mixed martial arts, which I did later. But you can also do Jiu-Jitsu, which, which is a bit more uh, useful for people who are a bit older, who have a bit more physiological problems. <laughs> if you don't have to have a condition, Jiu-Jitsu, you can keep on doing it much longer. Okay. I rolled with guys from above 85, so you can uh, still, even if you're 50, you can still start. Mm-hmm. But what, what, what does it do? It helps you, first of all, to sense your partner. And that's also why I use dancing. Because dancing and fighting are two sides of the same spectrum. They're about intimacy. They're about communicating with your bodies. And our bodies are, are, are a fact that are have been kept out of the equation in a lot of psychotherapy. However, it is one of the most healing things to work through dancing. Mm -hmm. Because you see immediately what happens. When you're dancing, and as a man, you're very rough, that reflects the way you act. Mm -hmm. You're not so sensitive for your partner. Or if you're too soft, then your partner can get frustrated because you're not clear. You don't have direction Mm. the other way around. As a lady, how do you react when your man makes a mistake? Are you telling him off? Are you telling him how to do it? Mm -hmm. Or are you allowed to follow him and then afterwards say, I think this can happen. So it it, it teaches us a lot about the communication and interactions. Finding the same thing. If you, for example, spar for the man... It's a very great exercise to be soft enough, but not so soft that it's an insult. Mm -hmm. So you have to fight hard enough to make sure that you help each other, uh, to help for sure your lady to to get out the aggression and to feel that they're pushing their own boundaries, but also 
not too soft that it's that it's in also yeah. not too hard that you're not hurting each other. Okay. And that, that and what finally has it as an added advantage if you also spar with other people that you learn how to create a dual activation of your auto, autonomous nervous system. So I'm going to explain a bit more. So you have your autonomous nervous system that is responsible for your survival. It's automated. It creates your heart rate and it creates you, how you breathe your lungs, where the blood flows, mm-hmm. how the muscle tensions is, and even how your veins of your, uh, your body are dilated, open or closed, constricted. Now, what happens is when your sympathetic nervous system gets activated, that of course gets activated in fighting. Why? It is the, the system that is responsible for your fight, flight or freeze response. Mm-hmm. And for sure, if you start fighting, if you start sparring, a lot of people have a tendency to, to, to run away, to collapse, to surrender because, well, you're not used to it. Your, your health is threatened. But once you learn how to do it, once you learn how to stay present in this intensity, you learn how to start activating your parasympathetic nervous system, which is the nervous system that is responsible for relaxation. Mm-hmm. And in that way, you can transform anxiety in excitement because in your body, it's not so much difference. The only difference is it's the cognition that we give to those experiences in our body. Right. And what research also has shown is that stress can even help us become more healthy when we don't believe stress is bad. When we see stress as a normal way of our body to adapt to a challenge as a way our body is helping us, is preparing us to take on a lot of work or to, well, kill a lion. Right, exactly. That's what it was time for. Okay. Well, I hate to... So when you learn how to do this, you can use these techniques, use this this skill in conflicts with your partner. Right. In conflicts in business, because I work a lot with entrepreneurs. And also, well, in in the bedroom. If you learn how to stay present and untense when it gets hot, well... Okay. You hey, Nico. I don't mean to interrupt yes. you, but we got to go to another quick break. On this weekly skinny, I would like to talk about microdermabrasion. Microdermabrasion is a minimally invasive physical form of exfoliation of the skin. The machine works by dispersing aluminum oxide or sodium bicarbonate crystals all over the skin, while accompanied by a vacuum suction used to exfoliate as well. Microdermabrasion stemmed from treatments done in Germany in the early 1900s, where wheels and rasp were used to remove the upper layers of the skin. Then in the mid-1950s, this changed to motorized wire brushes, and these treatments were performed under anesthetic, and there was tons of risks, not to mention severely painful. Microdermabrasion was invented in Italy in 1985 and brought over to the U.S. in the mid-1990s. It was a popular treatment in 2005. Today it is said to be recommended for fine lines, wrinkles, hyperpigmentation, sunspots, blackheads, enlarged pores, stretch marks, dull looking skin, uneven skin tone and texture, uh, melasma, sun damage, but this is all completely untrue. (laughs) Microdermabrasion actually destroys the stratum corneum, which is the most protective barrier for the skin. So by destroying this barrier, one is now allowing for increased sun damage, dryness, risk of infection, as well as increased pigmentation. And despite the claim, microdermabrasion does not penetrate deep enough to even address melasma, which is a deeply rooted and stubborn pigment. It also causes an increase in broken capillaries due to the stress of the suction and the harsh abrasive crystals on the skin. There have also been rumors floating around that it is not a sanitary device, but these rumors point to a lot of truth. The heads used on the microdermabrasion machine are not disposable and are reused with every client. Sure, they are sanitized and may be soaked in cabicide, but even that isn't foolproof. Also, the lines which suck out the skin and also blood if one bleeds are not sanitized. I had worked with microdermabrasion myself in 2004 and have had many treatments and noticed the increase in redness in my skin. My skin also became more sensitive, which makes sense since I'm stripping away my protective barrier. If you are wanting an exfoliation of the skin that will address all the things microdermabrasion claims to address, then I would suggest chemical peels, microneedling, and medical needling. And if you are looking for an exfoliating treatment that's even less aggressive than those, 
then I would suggest dermoplaning. And there are many doctor's offices today still pushing microdermabrasion because they have an old device on their shelf, or it's an easy sale. But you do not need to rub your face raw to have good skin. If you are looking to switch over from microdermabrasion and trying microneedling or dermoplaning, then call 206-730-7429 or email me at sakura at sakuraskinandmind.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And feel free to email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com with your comments, your criticisms, your questions, and well wishes. Let me know how I am doing. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Nico Vadezen on my show. He has a master's degree in psychology and is a relationship and sex coach. So, Nico, I have to ask you, how did you leave the profession of fighting to the profession of a coach? Hmm. Well, after many years of Muay Thai, I, I, I moved into MMA and then I went to the States a few times, trained with Ronda Rousey, the ex-UFC world champion that, that uh, for a first strike force fight. Uh, and then after a year or two, I was going to do the ultimate fighter. And I, for my medical, in my medical check, before I flew, the weekend before, like so Friday, I did check and Monday was flying. They found out that I had two retina detachment both of my, in both of my eyes. Mm-hmm. And so I had surgery immediately and my, my dream of, 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 of finding UFC fell into pieces. Uh, and, this, and, 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 and I still tried to fight a few more times, but I ruptured my eyes three more times, oh. uh, two more times. Jeez. So, I, I, I had no choice. I, I had to stop for my health because I look love looking at pretty things too much. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it was really it hit hit me hard. Mm-hmm. And, and so what happened was, for the first year I was a bit lost, and then I, opened the psychophysical gym with a with a good friend and business partner, and he has it still, the. To your top was it called, and in it I I worked with high level entrepreneurs and executives that were close to or were having a burnout as, and I worked helped them to to overcome this. But one of the biggest stresses that I saw were their intimate relationships, mm. and uh-huh, all of a sudden I could use all the things that I learned for myself in helping them improving their love lives or getting a love life, mm-hmm. uh, which, which with high level entrepreneurs is not that easy because they have such a busy schedule and because most of them are avoidant attached, mm-hmm. but we all have the need to love, you know? Right. But then I, and then I got offered to come to Bali and, and train in Bali in May with, with professional fighters. And in that moment I get the spies again, then I felt I, I could have get to my dream to create a UFC champion as a trainer. Mm. And I came here in Bali. Of course, it's also an absolutely amazing place. And I started to work with, with, with them. And I helped, for example, uh, Tiffany Van Soest to get her first kickboxing, the first female kickboxing glory world champion, uh-huh. which is like one of the biggest organizations in there. Uh-huh. But even then, after a year, I felt... It was not fulfilling anymore. Mm. I want to separate or take a step back from my big passion. I'm, I'd still give more time, but it didn't fulfill me anymore. And so I decided, okay, what I'm going to do, I'm going to help high-profile entrepreneurs to have better sex, build, have sensational sex, build monumental love, and, well, make more money because it's all intertwined. Okay. So can I interrupt you and ask you then, how can couples improve their intimacy? Hmm. Well, you have inti- when you talk about intimacy, we have to talk about three kinds of intimacies. Uh, there are like three kinds of levels, and they are dependent on how much you have worked on yourself. The first level is where like 95% of people are in. It is the dependent intimacy. It is in, in, on a social level, the 50s couple where the man works, the lady takes care of the house and they both 
need each other. But on a more psycho-emotional level, uh, you have the the you have, for example, the women who want attention, the man who wants sex, and it's just it, it is the central question that people that have this kind of depend intimacy ask is what do I get? Mm. So even if they give, they give to get. That is why a lot of the so-called nice guys are not so nice at all hmm. because they're partners and that's why they're not attracted to nice guys, most women, because women feel that they only give to get. Hmm. But then after you work together, like after you work together and on a social level, uh, in, in the end of the 50s, the 60s, women start to become a bit more independent and start to, well, fend for themselves, feminism. And then the hippie time, men became more in touch with their feminine side. And so you got a relationship which is like an independent relating. You have two individuals and then the the main question becomes what can we share? And that you see here in Bali a lot. People have already worked a lot on themselves and so those those relationships, they're much more peaceful, much less forceful. And they talk a lot and talk mm-hmm. and talk and talk and talk and talk. And it almost becomes like a business of having a, a, an adequate relationship together. Mm-hmm. And that's a very, and it's beautiful and it's a necessary step. But what often happens is that it's so brain heavy that the sexual passion goes away. Because you do something for me, I do something for you. And you come so close that you lose yourself. It is as if you are beer, your partner is wine. You pour some beer with some wine with your beer. You and she or he pour some beer with his wine until you have like a tasteless mixture that nobody wants to drink because you lost touch with yourself. Right. And what you will see is that there's a lot of it's peaceful, but it's as if you're living together with your family and there's no sexual spies anymore mm. uh, because you're actually almost, well, making love to yourself. And, well, it might be good, but it, it's not really so alluring. Right. And so then we, have to, then we have the third stage of intimacy, which very often requires people to meditate a lot and for women to to use for example ecstatic dance where you just move on the music you get back to your body you get back to your sensual and sexual essence and most men like 95 percent are more they like more to give they like to empty themselves they like to go Mm -hmm. and what was the name of this third step sorry it's, it is, I call it, it's the passionate intimacy. Passionate. Because when you go back to, and feminine, when you go back to what will really makes you happy as a woman, if you want to shine, or as a feminine being, which you can also be a man, wants to shine, wants to want be admired, wants love, and the man wants trust. If you realize that, well, then you can become, live more in line with your original essence, and then your passion can come again because you become more of yourselves again. Mm, okay, that makes sense. So you drop the masks. Okay. Well, I hate to interrupt you again, but we're going to have to take another break. So everyone stick around for more Love from the Hip. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for a Stara skincare mist. 
This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at asteracare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial designed for your rugged skin. A deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one-two-three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel and my podcast on Podcast One, Love from the Hip, and that's HYP. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Nico Verezen on my show. He has a master's degree in psychology and is a relationship and sex coach. So, Nico, I'm going to jump right in and ask you tips to improve your sex life. (laughs) <laughs> well, you have a few hacks that can transform your sex life in a jiffy. One of the first most powerful things you can do is have sex with your eyes open. Look in each other's eyes. There is something absolutely amazing that happens inside of your brain when you open your eyes. You get a connection that you have never experienced before. I'm not going to talk anymore about Try it. Really, try to do it and try to have orgasms with looking in each other's eyes. You will see the difference. Okay. The second hack that I like to work around is I call it the taking touch. What it means is like when you're using the taking touch, you're focusing on how good your fingers feel when you're touching your partner. And what will happen is that very often then you will become a much better toucher because you're so in tune in the moment in what you're feeling, you're much more in tuning with what they are feeling, not by forcing it, not by consciously trying to do it, but by just being very present with what happens inside of your fingers and your body. Mm-hmm. So that is step two, the taking touch. The third one might be a bit controversial, but it's an experiment that I do with almost all my clients. I give them a fast. I want them to have sex at least three times a week, essential play, but they cannot ejaculate the men and women cannot be stimulated in the clitoris. And people say, what? That that sounds horrible. But what will happen is, first of all, you will slow down. And what would happen with men, you become much more sensitive. And to, to be able to last longer, to not ejaculate, what will happen is that you will enjoy your sex life much more because you have to slow down. Mm-hmm. And when you slow down, it's less tense. And to do that, you have to learn how to relax your body. And when you relax your body, inevitably, your body will be more sensitive to all kinds of little pleasures. Mm-hmm. 
So that's one thing. For ladies, what will happen if you don't touch your clitoris? That inside everything will become much more sensitive. And again, when you when your man is trying not to ejaculate, he will slow down, and this will give your inside the the chance to relax. And when you relax, you will find pleasures inside that are absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds horrible, but it is not. It is absolutely amazing. Trust me. When you slow down and enjoy that, you will find out pleasures that you have never thought before. Okay. Then, and then the last thing is there to be a bit kinky, there to push your boundaries and find out what your personal preferences are. Most of us have a certain level of uh, excitement that we need. And if you have the same, perfect. But if you have a different level of excitement that you need before you are sexually aroused, then you will have to find a middle ground where you both feel that you get what you want. Okay. Uh, so there are a few, uh, and, and, and it's very important to there start to talk about it, to talk about trying new things. But very often, for sure, if a lady wants to create something new, they don't want to step on the pride of their man. So the best way to introduce a new idea is to talk about, wow, I dreamt something, my baby, and I would really, really love to try that. <laughs> so, eye contact, the okay. taking touch, okay. uh, not ejaculating and no uh, clitoral stimulation, and, you know, be kinky and try to introduce by talking about your dreams. Okay. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing that. So can I ask you then, do you do, you do one-on-one sessions or retreats? Do people come to you in Bali? So uh, I do VIP retreats for uh, couples or individuals where you come here into Bali and, well, work with me for five hours a day. You get massages, you, there's, you, you do trips. It, it's an absolutely amazing experience. Uh, I also, but that's a bit on the high end. Then you have also the online or if you're in Bali, real life coachings where you do Every week for 12 weeks, I work with you for two hours. And in the first hour, you will learn, well, you will get psychoeducated. You will learn new things uh, and, uh, and we will dig into what your problems are. And then in the second phase, I will use hypnosis and other uh, instructions for you to really integrate what you learned in your own life. Okay. And that can be online and then... So, okay. And I'm also working you, on an online course. Okay. Can you share uh, with my listeners how, my, how they can contact you or find out more about that? Well, the best way is to use uh, Facebook. Okay. Uh, my Facebook profile, uh, Nico Vrezen. Uh, and you can go to the Facebook group or the face, my Facebook page. And there you can contact me. It's the authentic desire okay the authentic desire well thanks the authentic ag- desire. well thanks again nico for joining us so early in the morning in bali in paradise yes <laughs> and After this i'm gonna sleep <laughs> there you go <laughs> and thank you to eric my super duper producer and you the listener you can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com You can also follow me on Instagram or on Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel as well as my podcast on Podcast One, Love from the Hip, and that's HYP. And if you really love the show and are interested in running an ad for your business, or if you have questions or comments, feel free to email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com. Tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. for another Love from the Hip and make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare ya. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, 
Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin in Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin in Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way. Sakura Skin in Mind, treating skin out there with an ounce of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com. Do you wonder why you repeat behaviors that don't serve you? Do you struggle with self-love? Are you intimidated by situations where you want to stand up for yourself but can't? If any of those resonate with you, you may be living someone else's story. This can lead to dysfunctional relationships, emotional shutdowns, and regrets. Every part of your life may be a reflection of someone else's story. It's time to live your life. In 2005, spiritual life coach Jeanette Dames realized she was living other people's stories. She recreated her life to live her story and love, joy, peace, health, and prosperity showed up. From this deep transformation, Jeanette has developed a six-week coaching program to help you create your life your way. She can help you make it a dazzling reality. It's time to let go of what you absorbed from others and create the life you want. Visit riverangelranch.com for more information. That's R-I-V-E-R-A-N-G-E-L-R-A-N-C-H.com. 